Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa resort and casino it is a very busy early friday morning here a lot of college basketball on today's slate nigel seeley is going to be on the program talking soccer in 45 minutes eli hershkovich on college basketball in an hour 15 our good buddy lou finicaro on the ufc in 90 minutes and dennis bernstein who is lights out he's very good on hockey coming up at the back end of today's program and also Paulie, uh, it's a busy week in the NFL. I, I I can't really even begin to explain to you how excited I am overall for the Combine this year compared to like every other year of my entire life. Typically, it's like I don't, I'm not going to sit around on a Saturday in early March and watch these guys run around in their underwear and test out with their cone drills and how big their vertical is. I don't really care. But this year, the number one pick has been up in the air for a mm. long time. I know Bryce Young is and has been the odds-on favorite now for a little while to go number one overall, but I'm not really buying that still. I don't care how many people have to say that if it was up to them, they would take Young overall. And I think this is the ultimate litmus test this year. And we've seen steam on Richardson, the, the quarterback from Florida, and it's only going to get worse if that's if you think the guy can't play. It's going to get worse tomorrow when he throws and when Will Levis throws. And this will maybe turn out to be the ultimate test this year of... You can never bet what your eyeballs tell you. You have to bet what the information is telling you. And I find, I, like, look, 
I don't think Richardson or Levis should go number one overall at one time out of 100 years. Not, not in my opinion. I would mm-hmm. not take either one of those guys. But I'm sitting on Richardson 25 to 1 and Levis 30 to 1 to go number one overall. And I'm super excited about this. No, you never know. Look what the Bears did with Trubisky. They fell in love with them, and it turned out to be the horrible decision. But over Watson and Mahomes, yeah, right, right. Okay. Too. I also thought about this yesterday when we got off the air. So I'm an emaciated puke. I'm I'm 175, 170 pounds, right? Well, you could knock me over with a feather. So if if Young is like 190, 195 pounds, think about that. In addition to the height, right? Uh, but th- that guy's going to go number one. That's the size NFL quarterback. And it's just right, bigger, better, faster, stronger. Today's athlete. Look what happened at the forty. Or what they did with Nolan Smith uh, and Will Anderson. I mean, these guys are running a fo- Nolan Smith, second fastest forty-yard dash for a D lineman in, in the combine history. He ran a faster forty than Barkley, Diggs, and Hopkins. That's absurd. And when Will Anderson runs a four-six forty, the and, and the, but Bryce Young is is could be one hundred ninety, one hundred ninety pounds. Sure, sure. And, and a franchise wants to trade up and give him you know the contract, and then hopefully he's going to pan out. And if he does, it'll be worth it. But a second contract for two hundred fifty million dollars. I mean, Will Anderson tested out yesterday like a total freak. Like yeah. that that yeah. guy can probably step yeah. right in to the NFL on day one and make an impact as a rookie. Like, maybe we're talking about kind of like a, a Chase Young type his first year as a rookie with the Commanders and how he stepped right in from Ohio State and he was very, very good. Yeah, this is what you're dealing with nowadays. You're, you have to avoid the pass rush of guys who are six foot four and they run like the second and third fastest times in history for the 40. And they're tracking you down and breathing down your neck the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, by the way, when that's not happening at 5'10, 5'10 and a half. You have to then throw it over these wingspans that are just absolutely enormous yeah. if you can actually see over your own offensive lineman. Sure. If this guy's 5'10 and Mayfield's listed 6'1 and all these passes get knocked down at the line of scrimmage on a regular basis, I mean, that, that's yeah, it's wild. You're gonna, it's wild. And you're going to take, again, like I said yesterday, you're going to potentially take this guy that high with what could be, you know, depending on the team, a bad offensive line. I wish you the best of luck. Yep. Yep, and and do you agree now with because he things went so well for him yesterday and the forty time at DraftKings? Will Anderson's a dollar seventy five first defensive player selected. Well, first of all, nice job by they didn't take they could take as long as they wanted to to repost this, and I don't I don't disagree with books like DraftKings taking down this market after what happened to Jalen Carter. They need to reassess, but now yeah, to, to be priced that strongly. At minus 175 as we speak, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech is 3-1, to and Jalen Carter plus 350. I would think that if... What I think I want to happen here is like bad news that keep coming in with Jalen Carter and like reports of teams saying, yeah, well, but I don't think that's going to happen. Because if Carter would slip down to like 7-8-1, to I think there's going to be value on him. But I, that's why I don't think they put him up that high. They put him up at plus 350. No, you can't go that. Because now, yeah, now, yeah, now it's in yeah. no man's land yeah. where it's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to pass on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and and so Anderson, if the Bears don't trade the pick, Anderson was recently as high as 15 to 1 to go number one overall. If they shock the world, don't trade the pick, hang on to it, and select number one on draft night, is the pick Will Anderson? Three days ago, I would have said it's Jalen Carter. Right. I, yeah, I can't get there. They're trading the pick, though. No, no, I'm, I'm asking yeah, if they keep yeah. the pick. 
It could, yeah, very. I, I think so. I think they got to go him. Yeah, yeah. If it's not Carter, but to me, that's a no-brainer that you have to trade the pick. Yeah, because there's so many teams that'll be lining up to do that and open for business. So and, I, and Arizona's open for business at three too. Yeah, I just I, I want the reaction to Anthony Richardson and Will Levis throwing the football more than anything else, and that'll be tomorrow on NFL Network. I just I cannot wait to see what. That's why I'm so excited again. Because people are going to go, the stuff on Richardson now is absolutely bonkers. Sure it is. And where's he? he Mike Dettelier laughed at us off air. And, yeah, he did. And ex, uh, explicit of a tirade filled with uh, F-bombs with, uh, <laughs> I asked him about the move. Could he go number one overall? It was off air. I mean, he, he laughed. He's like, this, this can't be. He but. said, like, no chance. <laughs> right. Okay. He's plus 650 as of right now. And you monitor and watch what happens when they blow people out of the water tomorrow with their arms. Richardson plus 650. Will Levis will dazzle people with his frame and his arm strength. He's plus 750. Again, I, I would not consider either one of those guys number one overall. I would not trade up for any of them. I wouldn't trade up for Bryce Young. I wouldn't trade up for C.J. Stroud. But that's just me. And then you not only have like their physical statures, um, it comes down to how well they talk to these teams. And this is a, a little bit of a back and forth on ESPN yesterday. And they were talking about how teams have loved Richardson in the interview process thus far. One of the things that Napier told me this week, though, Matt, is how intelligent Richardson is. I'm not sure that that actually gets as much credit as it should, but teams are noticing here, right? Teams are noticing, and it might matter more than how fast he is, how strong his arm is. I talked to a handful of scouts last night who had been in interviews where they had all four of the top quarterbacks back-to-back-to-back. Every single one of them said Anthony Richardson is the best quarterback interview they've had this year. Some of them said he's the best quarterback interview they would have had last year. Really? He is crushing it in the interview portion. What happens behind us on the field is important. It's fun. That's why we're here. But the interviews are why the players are here, and he's crushing it. So if you can win the combine as a quarterback, you do it in these meetings, 15-minute speed dating yeah. that they do, and he's crushing it right now. Okay, well, for, first of all, good, good for the kid. I, I'm happy that he's crushing it like that. But what Matt Miller said at the very beginning, how about that? And this, this is a guy who has covered the draft like 365 days a year for a long, long yeah. time now. He said at the very beginning of that soundbite, the interview process might be more important than how you throw and what, we, what you look like. Which people might disagree with that, and it sounds kind of like that's made up. I, I would trust him. Well, how do you struggle throwing against air? That's the other thing. That shouldn't be a problem. Dropping out of the third round. <laughs> right. And you've been working your, your, this is what you've been working for for so long uh, with, with the combine and your pro day. So, well, that, you're right. That's also intriguing with, with the smart guy and, right. and he had such an, a good interview. And the cops you know? have been out there now for a long time saying that uh, he's, he's basically Cam Newton. I would ask you if... if a, it's, it's hard, though, especially there's regular life and then there's the NFL. I mean, some of the stuff they ask you. I mean, the, the, yeah. when you have a job, every time you have a job interview, they ask you what's your strength, what your weakness, what would, what is, if you work with someone, what would they say about you? I mean, it's just stupid questions. Right. And but then to tie it into the draft about you got, yeah, you, is your mom a prostitute and some of Which the stuff has happened we, before? Sure, but yeah. you, and some stuff you can't do anymore. But who okay. knows what they're going to ask you too? And if if you're flustered and and that business as well. So if, if you mean, get that question, do you not? I mean, honestly, what does it take for you not to punch the guy right in the face? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was Jeff Ireland with the Dolphins who and, did that. Yeah, and by the way, I think I would respect the player more for punching the guy in the face yeah. for saying that. I wouldn't. I would not dock him. Are you gay? Another one. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, what does this have to do with anything yeah. we've seen over the years? If if Richardson would turn out to be have the exact same career as Cam Newton, rookie uh-huh. of the year, 
15 and one team, MVP, made a Super Bowl. If I told you that that's how he's going to, what he's going to turn into, would you take him number one then? Oh. I think I probably would. Well, yeah? It's a pretty damn good career. Okay. No Super Bowl victories, well, but boy. Well, the other thing, too, is not you have Seattle sitting there at five. Yeah. Would Detroit do it? I wouldn't. But they, would maybe, maybe Detroit could do that. Nah, Detroit can win right now. I know, but the thing about the future and how long does Goff yeah. have? I mean, that's... But they, they right? also have a pick. Uh, not that anybody's going to be there sitting around number 20 at all, but... Yeah, all right. UFC 285 this week. Picks with Lou Finicaro coming up. And uh, Lou's great. Go to the website, vsin.com with his recap and some of the plays that he likes, vsin.com. Get to Bet Rivers. Great card, parlay insurance, and great house specials, and a dynamite menu as well. Check it out, betrivers.com, or download the app at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. All right, coming up next here on Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the sports betting network. Paulie's going to run down all of the betting action from last night. And sprinkled in this, you know, we're talking about the first round leader yesterday, the comeback. What had to happen to cash a ticket on Ram at 16 to 1 was absolutely bonkers. The upsets that took place in college basketball. The buzzer beaters again. The way we're trending right now, we're going to have like four buzzer beaters in March Madness. The overtime games. The the overtimes, the comebacks. Uh, A team made 25 threes last night. It's all coming up in win some, lose some next here on VSIN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get up to Bet Rivers UFC 285 this week. They have you covered for every line and every boost. Big names on the card. Parlay Insurance. Great house specials. Dynamite menu. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game. And they know what they're doing because they have this guy on the payroll. Uh, Nigel Seeley, the GOAT in tennis and soccer, joins us now from Dubai at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. We love talking to this guy. Champions League next week as well. Kind enough to... uh, uh, join us uh go over this as well good to talk to you my friend it's been too long how are you i'm very well guys how was your vacation you have a good time all right uneventful mitch went to hawaii and it snowed in the last three weeks it snowed five times here and i reckon you probably went 100 yards from your front door <laughs> that's right yeah yeah i know yeah yeah. yeah. i should have came out there and <laughs> talked to your daughter but uh no, no. well she's 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 blocked you on every single uh social media app that i've told her to and we've informed the local authorities if you told her again, there's a problem. Sure. Yeah. Good parenting. <laughs> good parenting. Very good. This is a phenomenal relegation battle in the Premier League. There's so many teams here fighting it out at the bottom, and we love relegation. Uh, do you a couple of reasons for that in this? We've seen so many low-scoring games. Why you have a couple of thoughts on that, please? Well, I think this Premier League season is unlike any Premier League season we've seen before because usually this time it's the, the same. We know two or three teams that are going to be relegated, but two teams that are going to be relegated. And we know that the title is usually wrapped up by Man City. They're so far clear or Chelsea have been dominant force. The places for Champions League are usually between the top four sides in the Premier League. But this season, since the World Cup, obviously things are a little bit different. So there's so much to play for, which is great for betting. It's great for everything. Every game in the Premier League now has a, has a significant teams at the bottom playing against each other, you know, playing out tight, nervy games. Mm-hmm. Teams going away in the Premier League looking for a top four to get in the Champions League have going there with a little bit of a different mindset. So things are now really, really quite, quite tight. Usually this time of year, unders is always the way to go in the Premier League. If you look back over the last 15 years or so in the Premier League, this month is always a big under month. You know, at the beginning of the season, the first month, August, September, very tight matches. Then it sort of opens up a little bit. And then when we get to March, things are important. April, May, seems nothing to play for in this overseason. So it's quite, it's quite, it's this sort of a period of time where unders comes in. But this year, like any other league, any other year, the unders are really on a roll in the Premier League, uh, especially in the first half. If you look at the first yeah. half in Premier League games in the last three or four weeks, so many low scoring games. So uh, low scoring first half. Teams with so much to play for, I think unders is definitely the way to go. And you've got matches now where you're going to have teams at the bottom of the table playing each other, and they might consider that a draw and a, and a low-scoring draw is a good point for them. So uh, I think tactics now are, are very much key in the Premier League, and unders are definitely the way to go. I've always been an underman, never been an overman. I've always swum against the tide, whether sometimes it's been good, sometimes it's been bad. But for me, I'm always an underbetter rather than overbetter. Uh, because yeah. we start the game, we start the game winning, don't we, on the unders? So uh, sure, that's that's what I like to do. So um, yeah, I think it's a great time to bet unders uh, in the Premier League. Uh, I'm not so sure this week. I think there's a few games I wouldn't play. But if you look at games between teams in the bottom seven of the Premier League this this season uh, in in the final runs, then bet a few unders in those games because I think they're going to be very very close in count. It's a 13 and three underrun in the Premier League, and it's seven and one underrun with the Champions League. And we'll talk to you next week as well to go over that. Take us through the card this week in the Premier League. Anything you like, please. 
Yeah, there's three bets I like. Um, you read uh, some of the bets I like on the Vison column. Obviously, follow us on the uh, because we're in podcasts. But uh, the, the bets I like: Newcastle, Manchester City. Um, it's the opening game. The first game, the early game, and the kickoff in the Premier League is usually a notoriously terrible game for betters. The books always get the money. I'm all. I, I could probably. Over the years, the amount of times I've lost my money on the first game and then tried to chase it, get it back on the on the afternoon game, it's it's been it's been a sort of a real graveyard for betters. But I, I think Manchester City here um, will cover the handicap. The handicap is minus one and a quarter goals, which means obviously half the stake is on a minus zero point seven five, and the other half is on a uh, minus well, one and a half goals. Sorry, one goal minus one goal and minus one and a half goals. So, and you're getting plus money. So, if Manchester City win this game, you're only going to lose half your stake. If they win by two goals, you're going to win the, the maximum amount. Uh, the reasons I like this game is Manchester, Manchester City scores so many goals at home. Uh, they're, they're brilliant at bouncing back from adversity. They've had two draws and they've won two big games uh, back since then. A win last week, a comprehensive win against a pretty poor Bournemouth side. But I think Newcastle playing in the FA, uh, so the Carabao Cup final on Sunday, League Cup final over in England. It's the first time they've been in the Cup final for years. It was a huge game for the club. I think it'll be a little bit of a low for them. And the worst place they want to go is against Manchester City. Newcastle's form, it, last few weeks, they're looking for a Champions League place. They spent loads of money, but they haven't really got a huge and big squad. And I think they're running on a little bit of uh, uh, fresh air, running a bit of empty. And I think that <clears throat> Manchester City covered the handicap here. So Man City minus one and a quarter goal. Half his stake on minus one, half his stake on minus one and a half. Uh, Man City at plus 105. I think that's a great bet. Okay. So as you wrote at vcin.com, and our guest is Nigel Seeley, Dynamite uh, Betting Soccer, you put this um, on, on the link that you sent out. For many, this is still the number one fixture in the EPL in terms of history and certainly in terms of rivalry. That's the Liverpool Man U match. What is your betting angle here, Nigel? Well, it is. It's the biggest game in the. It's the biggest game uh, in England over history. It's the biggest game. The two most successful teams in in English football, and they go they go head to head. Uh, Manchester United have, have really been the team over you know, when the Premier League started that won pretty much every single time these two sides played. Liverpool have taken over, but I think now the baton has definitely gone back to Manchester United. Um, Liverpool have been far from impressive for me. I'm not convinced by them. Uh, I think they really miss Mane, who's gone to Bayern Munich. I think from an offensive point of view, they're nowhere near the same side as they have been for years and years and years. Defensively, uh, Van Dijk has come back. Their they're key player, their captain from injury, I don't think he's the same. Midfield lacks creativity. And I think Manchester United are riding on the crest of a wave at the moment. Manchester United decide that next season, I'm already looking at them to win the Premier League next season. They may have Qatari investment uh, and that might change their fortunes. But I think Manchester United here uh, a great bet on the draw no bet market. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. It might, it might, might be a draw, but a minus 105, I like Manchester United on a draw no bet. Marcus Rashford, who I highlighted here oh, on the yeah. World Cup, huh. as he, scored, he scored in 10 successive, successive matches for Manchester United at home, scores every single week. He's the goal threat. Liverpool have no goal threat. So I like Manchester United uh, with a draw no bet. Okay. And, and are you like Arsenal to win the nil? Yeah, there's two other quick bets. I like Arsenal to win to nil. Arsenal to win to nil against Bournemouh. Bournemouth Arsenal at minus four dollars to win that match. Uh, you would expect them to win. They're the league leaders against what you look at the the metric. One of the worst teams in the Premier League in Bournemouth. 
Uh, Arsenal were very, very impressive in the 4-0 win against Everton in midweek. They took a bit of time to get going, but when they got going, the second half, they looked like champions. Um, I expect them to win the nil here. Bournemouth offer very little as a goal threat, especially on the road. Uh, you can get minus 110 for Arsenal to win to nil. So either 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, okay. or minus $4 on Arsenal to win the match. So that win to nil looks attractive for me. And probably my best bet in the Premier League this weekend is Aston Villa at plus 110 to beat Crystal Palace. Uh, Crystal Palace are in transition mode at the moment. They're not scoring goals. Their top goal scorer, Wilfred Tahar, is missing. They're not the same side without him. They're a side that are tinkering on relegation. They've been very boring. The manager set them out not to win matches, but not to avoid defeat. They've drawn a lot of games. They don't score many goals. And Aston Villa were brilliant last week. 2-0 win against Everton. I've been really impressed with them under the new manager, Unai Emery. Uh, they've had, they lost three games on the trot, but two of them were against Arsenal and Manchester City. But the Arsenal game, they scored two goals, and Arsenal scored two goals to win the game 4-2 in injury time. Villa are a thing to follow at the moment, and I think at plus 110, I'd make them minus 120. I think okay. Villa this week against Crystal Palace are the best bet in the Premier League. Nigel, 30 seconds here. There's a tennis match starting very soon. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm supposed to be on my way there. I've got, I've, I'm going to be there for the second set. Uh, Andre Rublev against uh, Zverev, Alexander Zverev. The German has been injured. He's back to form. He was brilliant yesterday in his match against Lorenzo Sanego. Uh, Zverev wins leads 5 0 in the head to head. The stats are overwhelmingly in charge of Zverev. Zverev to beat the defending champion Rublev. Two sets to love, even on the handicap, but get with the German to beat the Russian in Dubai. The match starts in five minutes. Be quick. Very good. <laughs> Enjoy, mate. Have a yeah. good time. Take care. Be good. Talk to you Wednesday. Yeah. Phenomenal. He, yeah, he is on Twitter at Sealy underscore Nigel. Doesn't screw around, man. That's the second trip over there, basically. Well, I went to yeah. the World Cup and now back over there now for the tennis as well. Good for him. Up next, Saturday's college hoop slate is loaded to the gills. And we will talk about that here on Follow the Money. They're not covering in recent games, but they are winning that can easily change tomorrow. That's next year on Follow the Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Welcome back. If you're looking for a betting edge on hockey, NBA, or college hoops, we have you covered at VEASAN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Intro offer only $9.99. You get every play from every host and every guest. The betting splits, the betting guides, and the deep dive betting reports, $9.99. Sign up today, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We've talked about this all week long, Paulie, how these teams in mid-majors, they can go 18-0 in league play, yet they have to win three stupid games in their conference tournament to get an automatic bid. This is uh, Paul Mills, who is head coach of Oral Roberts and playing in the Summit League. 27 wins, 18-0 in conference play. They will likely need to win three games in South Dakota. By the way, Oral Roberts is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I hope not, though. I mean, that's... Uh, yeah. You and should be able to get an at-large with their resume. Here he is. Good for him. Talking to the media how he's not a huge fan of this setup. 
I, I don't think the conference, in my opinion, I can go on a soapbox on this one too, does us any favors. Uh, one, you, you're the one seeing, you have no idea who you're even playing. So how do you prepare? Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and you know what? We have to do the same thing that the sixth seed does. Uh, everybody's got to win three games uh, during that time frame. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how this all plays out and if there's a need to politic. The Atlantic Sun, you play at home. Um, and do those things. I, I mean, we would sell out, right? I mean, if you were turning around playing a championship game, and there's enough of a gap, in my opinion. I mean, uh, uh, you, you could play a game Friday, you could play a game Sunday, you play a game Wednesday, and another one on Saturday before Selection Sunday, to where you spread it out to where people can travel and you can get to where you want. And I think all these, whether you're at Omaha, whether you're at Denver, whether you're here, I think all the arenas would sell out, knowing the stakes that are involved. But um, they've chosen to do it this way, and it is uh, people in South Dakota, uh, it's really cold. Uh, they pack themselves indoors, and they support usually their alma mater. There, there you go. That's Paul Mills, head coach, Oral Roberts. Good for him. He alluded to it as well, and we got a tweet on it yesterday. You can also just take whoever wins the conference tournament, and then you play Oral Roberts, and the, you get winners the automatic bid, too, if, yeah. if something would happen like that. I mean, he's right. He's sure. Getting, it's ridiculous. We, we, you just played three months to seed. Yeah. More college basketball here as uh, Eli Hershkovich joins the program, thelines.com, the Lines podcast. Very good following this sport, handicapping and betting on college basketball. Eli, thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. You are strong on a 14 to 1 shot in that neighborhood to win the Missouri Valley. Tell us who you like and why to win this tournament outright. Yeah, so great to be on with you guys, by the way. But this number's down a little bit. It's down in the you know ten to one range, just depending on where you're looking to bet the MVC tournament, Arch Madness. But I'm looking at Southern Illinois, and if you start with the head coach Brian Mullins, was on that Loyola Chicago staff that made it to the Final Four, was the defensive coordinator on that staff, one of the best defensive coaches in college basketball, SIU, generating the highest opponents turnover rate in the MVC. And a big reason why is because for them to win the conference tournament, it's on a neutral floor in St. Louis, as it always is. And you're looking for a high-variance team, especially with a long shot to make a, to win three straight games. It's not four straight games where you're getting tired legs, where you see with a lot of teams at conference tournaments. So at least that's going in SIU's favor, getting the bye. But this team shoots a lot of threes, second-highest three-point uh, attempt rate in in the MVC, and they have really, really great floor spacers. Lance Jones, who's their best on-ball defender, is probably the biggest variable because he's shooting around 27 28% on the season, and 50% of his shots come from beyond the arc. But he started to get hot down the stretch over the last couple of games. So if SIU can get hot and play to that high-variance team that – they have the potential to be. And you also think about it from a power rating standpoint, because I had SIU rated as the second best team going into the conference uh, entering the season. And from, uh, from to win the NBC regular season title, just looking back at the odds going into the year, SIU had the third shortest odds. Now the market not buying into SIU, Indiana State, one of the better offensive teams in the, in the conference had the third shortest odds entering the tournament and a lot of sports books. But uh, again, defensively, I think this team has it. The Drake matchup potentially in the semifinal tomorrow is difficult, but uh, I really think with Mullins leading the way and, and his game plan 
you know, teams having a tough time adjusting to that over a three-day stretch, not having time to prep, I think it favors SIU. You tweeted this out and had a phenomenal breakdown on the Ohio Valley. The, the championships tomorrow, the first uh, ticket is handed out uh, tomorrow night. The semifinals are tonight. You said Moorhead State, they're the one seed. They're only laying one and a half tonight. You call them the luckiest team in college basketball. Can you define that and explain it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thanks for, thanks for checking out the article, Paulie. And again, if you think about this conference and where it was last season, having Belmont, having oh, Murray yeah. State, which, right, ironically, both of those teams were in the Missouri Valley Conference last season or in, yeah, in the, in the Ohio Valley Conference, now in the Missouri Valley Conference. So this Morehead State team, if you look at Kempom, again, like you mentioned, the, the luckiest team, or according to Kempom, number one in luck factor. And it takes a lot of different things that go into the equation, but one of the biggest reasons why is because they have about six or seven um, wins by two possessions, which is, again, a factor when you think about variance, games swinging one way or the other. Obviously, it comes into play when you're looking at point spreads, but it still comes into play with, outright wins and for a team that retained its head coach but lost pretty much its entire scoring outlet last year its top five scores johnny broom who's with auburn this year transferred over there so again this conference is very weak one of the weaker conferences across college basketball now southern illinois edwardsville speaking of another team in, in illinois was priced at about plus 900 going into the tournament they were a team i was looking at they upset UT Martin last night, but Rayshon Taylor is dealing with an injury. This team is banged up. So while again, this conference is wide open and that definitely correlates to taking a long shot again, considering how weak Morehead state is compared to years past, even though they have the head coach, but I, I can't, I couldn't get behind any team entering the tournament. It's, it's up for grabs. If you want to take a dark still, yeah. um, you know, taking a dog here or looking at the lines today, but nothing I'm really interested on Friday's border looking ahead to Saturday. Are there a couple conference tournaments you're really looking forward to? And that, that could be wide open and you can make a case for several teams. Yeah. So, you know, a, a long shot that I'm looking at, and this may seem surprising to people just because of the way this conference is constructed normally. Mm -hmm. And again, you mentioned a team having, you know, a, a decent shot to make it or a variety of teams. And they just got blown out by 20 plus points. And this conference tournament is tipping off next week. I'm talking about Indiana, which by the way, is priced at 45 to one in the futures market, national title futures market. I don't think that's a bad number considering they were looking around 25, 30 to one earlier in the week before that blowout loss. But the Big Ten tournament has a potential to have 128 different combinations in terms of the seeding because a ton of teams are tied with 11 and eight records in conference play right now. And Indiana is certainly one of them. So you look ahead to that Sunday game against Michigan, potentially getting Xavier Johnson back. The, the Hoosiers need the double bye because if, from a depth standpoint, they're worn down, they're banged up. Jordan Geronimo, even Race Thompson, who's been playing through a, a back injury, is a little still uh, injured. So I have my concerns about the Hoosiers just because from a depth standpoint, if Xavier Johnson isn't able to take up his minutes, which again, from the standpoint of, 
this Hoosiers backcourt and what he brings. He's their best defensive guard on the team, their best on-ball defender. And then you take the freshman Jalen Hood-Shafino and put him off ball. And obviously you have a potential Wooden Award candidate. Won't win it because of what Zach Eady has done at Purdue, but Trace Jackson Davis. But just playing to the point that this team is worn down, Jackson Davis isn't banged up, but his usage rate is astronomical. He is a higher assist rate than Yogi Ferrell did going back to that 2015-2016 Big Ten championship team in Indiana. So I like the Hoosiers from a national title standpoint, and I, I think – even if they get the double buy in the Big Ten tournament, just from a pricing standpoint, you'll be able to get a decent number on them to win it. But again, that double buy is key for this team just because they're, they've been you know, having to deal with so many injuries this year. Very cool. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Eli Hershkovich. The website is thelines.com, and the podcast is also called The Lines. Eli, good luck uh, moving today, by the way. Good, Ooh. good timing with that. <laughs> Yeah, especially doing this radio head. I'm about to get scolded by the girlfriend. So yeah. thanks for having me on, guys. Have a good rest of the show. Uh, yeah, and yeah, good luck betting good the job. game, too, this weekend. There you go. Good breakdowns there for a couple of conferences from Eli. Uh, yeah, found so, that interesting. Luckiest team in the country yeah, and yeah. how it defined. Yeah, very yeah. good. So the number has certainly changed, yeah. but uh, Southern Illinois was about 14-1 to 1 on the opener, and now a couple of games have been played, so down to about 10-1 to 1 or so. Um, in their conference tournament. Up next, UFC 285 with the sharp mind of Lou Finacaro. What's the path for a John Jones loss? We'll ask him that coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio, ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Lou Finacaro in two minutes, uh, UFC 285 this week. Head over to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. They have you covered for every line and boost. Bet the big names on the UFC 285 card with parlay insurance. Great menu and house specials every single day. Check out betrivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game. We're excited. Uh, UFC 285 is tomorrow night, highlighted by John Jones making his return. And he is in the $1.65 favorite range against uh, Cyril Gain. And uh, got, and uh, Lou Finacaro does, in fact, join the program now. Lou, you're awesome on the sport. I want to ask you about this. Everybody's talking about, you know, how is, including me, Jones, how did he open up as a dog? Uh, he's probably going to go much higher than, maybe, higher than 165 as the favorite. But let me flip it here and ask you this. What's the path here to John Jones actually losing? Great question. First of all, guys, what a fantastic show, and thanks for having me on, especially this time of year. Jones' uh, path to stubbing his toe and Ghani's path to earning a victory, uh, and excuse me, it's gone, and I'll mispronounce it 20 times. Uh, Ghan's str- significant strike offense is 60%. That, that's really unbelievable. That's a high number for a heavyweight. His significant strike defense, meaning his ability to evade, 63%. These are obtuse numbers. So clearly it paints the picture. Gane, Gan needs to use his feet, maintain distance, pick and pack. And you look at the total in this fight, which is surprising to me, four and a half shaded over. Gan's path to victory, stick and move, maintain distance, stuff the takedowns, and win himself a decision via point. And, and that's a reasonable, logical approach. This is not an easy pushover fight for John okay. Jones. Yeah. But, but having said that now, again, um, how have you bet this fight going back to when it first opened? And what would, what would your advice be today on how to attack this from a betting standpoint? Well, it's always great when uh, we handicappers come in and brag about what a great price we got. But Jones did start as a dog, surprisingly enough. And I think those that understand this business or this sport attack that like a fumble in the Super Bowl, quite honestly. Now that line has switched. I think it's priced. It's getting close to where I think it should be. I still think Jones, uh, based on his wrestling chops, his size, and his body of work, who he's been in with, yeah, he's he's stepping up. But let's not forget, for many years at Jackson Wink, when Arlovsky was there, when Trank Mir was there, all these heavyweights, who did they train with? John Jones. Mm-hmm. John Jones walks around at 230. After he weighed in for 205 fights, he weighed 230 for his fights, 233. So to pack on 25 more pounds over three years uh, is not out of the question for a guy with his kind of focus and pedigree. Now, he's 35 now. He's been off three years. These are intangibles. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Gan has been very, very active, albeit his debut in the fight game 2016. By then, Jones had belt loads of world-class championship caliber wrestling and fighting under his belt. 
So you really have to weigh Gon's inexperience and his athleticism against who Jones was, what you anticipate he's going to be, and how the weight at 35 is going to affect him. How concerned are you with the layoff? Is that a big cage rust? I actually think it's fuel for mm, Jones. Okay. I think he, I don't want to say he was bored back then, but he was unchallenged. And let's not forget, he yeah, he didn't he looked pedestrian against Dom Reyes, but when he fought Dom Reyes, Dom Reyes was a killer. Now he's taken three years off. He's training with three or four UFC heavyweights in his gym. The guy's motivated. I mean, for a guy of his character and athletic pedigree. I think he knows exactly what he has to do to compete, and I'm trusting that he's done everything correctly to get that done. You bet Jones. You like Jones. You got Jones at a much better price, though. For those people now we're talking to today, you recommend a parlay with Jones and another fighter? If you don't want to eat the 165, and I think it creates, it, it creeps up another 10, 15 cents before fight time. But if you want a safer play, I love just betting a unit to try and win more. I like Jones teamed with Mateusz Gamrat, the Polish fighter, coming in on short notice to fight, to fight the tarantula, Jalen Turner. Turner, very one-dimensional. He's a stand-up striker, and he's going to need to get Gamrod out with a straight right or a knee in the first round. If not, Gamrod's wet blanket wrestling will smother him, take him down, and he'll either win a dominant decision or submit Jalen Turner. Again, another competitive fight, but I do lean to Gamrod based on, again, wrestling chop. You've done this many times, and you have everyone's attention now. How about Blackshear at almost four to one and higher than that if you want to get involved with the index props? Blackshear's opponent uh, is a kid named Bashrat, an Afghanistan fighter. And when I first put my model together on the database, I pulled his brother in. He has a brother in the UFC. And when I looked, handicapped the fight, it was a no contest. And the pricing was right. However, when I discovered I had the wrong bash rat in, now we get this. He's a debuter. He has fought dubious competition. And to me, coming in from the contender series, he's shirt tailing off his brother. And, and we've got brothers in the UFC, the Isatar brothers. Yeah. One's really good. One's okay. Uh, how about the Figueredo? One's a champ. One's a journeyman. I'm going to have to make bash rat prove something to me. That how does a debuting fighter come in and be a four five hundred dollar favorite over this kid Blackshear? Now Blackshear is five ten, huge for the division. Key is him making weight because of his size, but he doesn't tend to wrestle very well. He relies on BJJ, and he's been put on his back. But the guys, the wrestlers that have dominated him, Pat Sabatini and Danny Sabatella are killer wrestlers, and in no way, shape, or form can I compare Bashrat to them. This is Blackshear's second UFC fight, like a football team. There's improvement between one and two. He knows what he has to do. So Blackshear, I think, is a very, very mispriced underdog. Should he be an underdog? Maybe, but not like this. As well, I think the way he gets this done is Bashrat trying to rush in to take him down, and that's where this daddy long legs gets his legs around <laughs> Bashrat's neck and subs him. And so with, <laughs> with that in mind, Bashrat sub, 11 to 1. Bashrat inside the distance, 7 to 1. To me, that's a half unit play straight up on Bashrat and maybe a quarter or a half unit play on one of those two props. 
I really like it. It's a long bomb. It's an out and up in the fourth quarter, but it's an early fight, and I think that we can kick one off with a big surprise. Okay, right. Blackshear, so, yeah, Blackshear, Blackshear. I'm seeing Blackshear. him around plus between plus three sixty and plus three eighty five on Blackshear. So then, what will you actually make the number on him? I think this fight should be, you know, maybe the the debut or minus one fifty. Contender series wow. fighters that go to the UFC and fight a veteran have a have a pretty poor record. There's jitters. This is in front of a crowd. Uh, I, I I really like the experience of Blackshear here. That said, he's no world beater, okay? But I think this is a perfect matchup for him, and he knows he's on the cusp of getting the heck out of here if he doesn't win a fight or two. This is a perfect matchup for him, in my opinion. Two more, Lou. Uh, two minutes left with Lou. How about another dog you like in the Brunson fight and, and a fight you talked about when we had lunch at Culver's if you want to make a case for another uh, a f- a fighter uh, down the card? Yeah, two left. And uh, the first one's Derek Brunson, uh, opens plus 130, exactly how it should be based on Brunson's pedigree, experience, wrestling chops, who he's been in with. He's fought the elite of the division. Duplessis steps way up. This is his third fight in seven months. That's a lot. He's rushing it. Brunson, meanwhile, got KO'd by... uh, Jared Cannonier, a, a little over a year ago, he's taken some time off. He had a fight canceled. He's ready to fire fresh. Yes, he's 39, Duplessis 29, but the wrestling of Brunson is in, is something that Duplessis hasn't seen in any opponent. Really like Derek Brunson, especially the way that line has moved. And finally, Viviana Arujao, Arujao mm-hmm. against uh, Amanda Ribas. Two cute little Brazilian gals, but they're killers. Ribas, fast, <laughs> speedy, athletic. Arujao, mean as a junkyard dog with power. We haven't seen the power in her results, but it's there, and we're going to see it on Saturday night. Superb. Uh, you're the best. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Gamlu. You're leaving the Phoenix area, right after this, you're coming to Las Vegas, you're going to go to a double shot, a widespread panic here in town tonight and tomorrow night. That's awesome, man. Never too old to rock and roll, man. <laughs> I, I want video of Lou dancing tonight, no, okay? Sir. Never no, too sir. old. That's right. Thanks Bring so a much, guys. All right, be good. There you go. Lou Finacaro. Uh, boy, a Blackshear gets there. He's plus 385 here at Circa. He's plus 360 at DraftKings. 11 to 1 by sub, 7 to 1 inside the distance. Uh-huh. Let's rock and roll and yeah. hang with Lou, yeah. He's given out like 4 to 1 shots before yeah. on the show yeah, that yeah. have uh, gotten there. Up next, do you concur here on Follow the Money? We're live today in Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. UFC 285 this week. Get on up to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. They have you covered every line and boost. Parlay insurance as well. Great house specials and menu. BetRivers.com. Download the app. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. This is going to be a lot of fun. A longtime friend of the show, and he has covered the NHL for a long, long time. Dennis Bernstein on the program, the fourth period.com, and also 
a host on SiriusXM, the NHL channel. He's actually hosting today, 3 to 6 Eastern, on Channel 91 there. It's been a busy couple of weeks. Before we get into some of the moves here, Dennis, I want to ask you this about the Boston Bruins. Another win last night, 101 points. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of time, and this goes for any sport, right? The talk will be, well, great regular season team, but when they get to the playoffs, this is going to be an issue. What's the weakness on the Bruins come postseason time, or is there no weakness? The weakness is they have to play in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Mitch. Um, but all kidding aside, I, I would think um, age, uh, Patrice Bergeron's 37 years old, David Krejci's 36 years old, and Brad Marchand is injured now. Uh, they're not certain. Maybe he has to go on LTIR, long-term injury reserve, uh, for the end of the season. But other than that, they have no weaknesses. When they could put a guy like Dmitry Arloff on their third pair and a guy they just traded for yesterday, Tyler Bertuzzi, on their third line, on paper, there is no weakness. So what do they have the chance to do? They, they could be like the 84 Detroit Tigers that went 35-5 and five out of the box and breezed to a, a World Series title. Now, nobody breezes to a Stanley Cup title. Uh, mm-hmm. But there is no flaw on this team. But age and injury could be a factor in the playoffs. There, there will be an investigation if the Stanley Cup winner isn't from the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Agree? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, it looks like the varsity in the JV right now. But, yeah. you know, it, it, it's why they play the games, Paulie. I mean, a team could come out of these, maybe a Dallas or maybe... Edmonton or my team here in LA, but yes, the prohibitive favorite coming out is going to be the Eastern Conference team without question. You've got Boston, and you know, nobody's still talking about Tampa and right. Tampa and Toronto playing the first round. Boston have to play them. Boston's not going to have to go through a gauntlet. And then you look over in the Metro, and you've got the Rangers, you've got Carolina, you've got the uh, the Devils. This is not going to be easy for Boston, but that's why the sport is so great. You called this last week when I uh, had you on, uh, Kane to the Rangers. How much do you like that move with Kane going to the Rangers? And tell us some other moves that you like at the deadline. Okay, so before they traded for Tarasenko and yep. for Kane, the Rangers, if you look at their right wing depth chart, they had 27 goals this season. It's a different team with Tarasenko and Kane. I really like the move. Um, they're going for it. It's going to be difficult, but they have star players. And it's so the one thing. I picked Carolina win the cup, Paulie, but the one team that's the kryptonite are the Rangers. They can find a ways to win. They went down there a couple weeks ago on a Saturday, won 6-2. Panarin scored four goals. So I really like what the Rangers did. And if you're a Ranger fan, you got to love it. And there's nothing better than that Patrick Kane playing playoff games at Madison Square Garden on Broadway. I'm sure the networks will love that. And it was a really great move. We'll see if it pays off. Okay. How about some winners and losers so far? Uh, every East team? No, just kidding. Toronto re- really resurfaced their team with all the moves they made. Ron Raleigh, Nolachari. Uh, Timo Meyer coming to the devil. It's an arms race in the East. I could go down the list of all the teams, right? It, it, it's been that crazy. So I, I think the losers might be, well, until yesterday when uh, Dallas got Max Domi, they really hadn't done much. Uh, so that would be the one team. And Seattle. I think Seattle's had a great season, yet they haven't really added anything. And they're right there. They're a couple points out of first place. Uh, Vegas going to get Jonathan Quick was a, a must have because they're. They can't keep goaltenders healthy there. So I would think you look at the big teams in the East. They've really done a great job adding to their teams. And it's been, I've covered this sport for 20 years. I've never seen a trade deadline week like this before where everybody's going in. Mm. Look, we, we're not to the point like the NBA where Jay Crowder gets traded for five second round picks, but we're close to that, which is great because there's a lot of creativity being shown. Three team trades extra draft choice, futures from two, three years from now being thrown in deals. We've never really seen that in the NHL before. Uh, did Vegas really have to get him, though? 
Quicks had a bad year. And how much did it help the Kings to get rid of him? It helped because they brought in another goaltender, Jonas Kopersala, who has had a better season. And a guy, Vlad Kavrikov, which they really needed on the blue line on the left side, really helps their top four defense. Yeah, because Logan Thompson's injured. Now, Lauren Brassois came back. He was supposed to be okay. He played a couple of games, got injured again. They need goalies. A boy, that's as simple as that. So, yes, they had to bring them in because, and you're hoping to, first of all, you're going to get a really motivated Jonathan Quick. He wasn't happy the way it ended in Los Angeles. Uh, he didn't think he was going to get traded. He got a phone call from Rob Blake uh, in Winnipeg telling him that he was traded to a, a last place team in the Eastern Conference. So he would have been a lot more angry if he had to play the rest of the season in yeah. Columbus. But now he's on a contending team close to home. He's happy. And I think on April 4th or April 6th, they, they play the Kings. I'll be in LA. I'll be in Vegas for that one. Because I assume if he's healthy and playing decent, Jonathan Quick's going to get the start against his old team. And if they play in the playoffs, wow, all bets are off. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Dennis Bernstein, the fourth period.com, also a host on Sirius XM Channel 91. He's going to be on today from 3 to 6 Eastern Time. Okay, so then who wins that division overall? The Pacific. Uh, I have a future ticket on Edmonton. I don't have a lot yeah. of faith in it at 10 to 1. They're four points back right now. Um, do you, could it be the Kraken? Could they shock the world in their second season? Is it maybe your Kings? VGK won't lose? Who do you think wins it? Well, I like your, your ticket. Because they got Matias Ekholm is a guy they really needed on the blue line. A guy who's a defensive big guy, can stop shots, block shots. He, he's been to a cup final before with Nashville. That was a great ad as well. But they traded Tyson Berry, the guy who ran the first power play. But that team has so great on the power play, they could probably offload a guy like Barry to get better defensively. So, I, Mitch, I, I, it's going down. It, you might have a playing game for the division title of game 82, last game of the season. Okay. It, it's it's Yeah. I, I don't like the way the Kraken are playing. They, they lost. They won last night in overtime. They've given up a lot of goals. They, they've taken a step back, but they're right there. If any team goes eight out of ten, they can win the division. And you're yep. talking about four teams. So uh, it, it's the most entertaining division. It's the toughest race there is. I can't really pick a winner, but I do like your ticket for Edmonton to win. They certainly could win this division. The problem for the Colorado Avalanche, obviously, it's been injuries all mm-hmm. year long. Uh, what, what is, I mean, do they have enough runway here uh, going into the playoffs? to get, get you know guys back, get yeah. all in stride again on the same page again. What's a realistic ceiling this year for that team? Well, you know, a month ago, people were talking about maybe Avalanche are too banged up, they might not make the playoffs. Now they probably win the division title. They got hot, yep. and they're getting healthy. And they added Lars Eller, a guy they need to... Now, he's not a two-seat. The guy, Nas Kadri, who went to the Flames, is a great second-line center. He's not that guy, but he certainly makes their center position a lot better. If they can get, and that's the question, Mitch, can they, do they have enough runway to get healthy to be the same team they were? Because they don't have Nas Kadri, they're not as great as they were last season, but they could win the division. They could certainly get back uh, to the cup final at this point, but I, I, they're a cup below last year's championship team. So other teams do have an opportunity maybe to get to a cup final. So some futures on some other teams other than the Avalanche might pay off for you. Okay, very good. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Dennis TFP, the fourth period.com, also Sirius XM Channel 91. You're the best, pal. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. Always great being on Follow the Money Boys. Thanks for the time. All yeah. right. Uh, I mean, what he said makes a lot of sense of what the Boston Bruins, right? Yeah. The top, it, he brought up the age um, factor, could be a thing. But also, when, when's the last time that you've ever been able to say this is going to be Kosa's clear, easy path no. for a team to get yeah. to? It, that, that doesn't no, happen. You're, you're exactly right. It was a good point. We just went through this in the NFL with the Eagles. Oh, what an easy path to the to the Super Bowl. I mean, you, you don't say that in hockey. No. And the fact that maybe they should, I, w- I would change the format, but uh, that's a whole other discussion too. But 
But that's what you're facing right. up against. Uh, but it's a freight train. I was supposed, you know, you're coming after the long road trip, and guys, you're in my ear. Uh, you're coming off the long road trip, and now you play Buffalo at home and you hammer them, no problem, mm. and uh, on pace for 135 points. Ridiculous. Faith in uh, the Maple Leafs to beat the Lightning in the first round playoff series. Would you bet Toronto? Would you look at them? Bet if you're getting a decent plus price. I, I just. It's, it stinks that they got to play again, right? But tinker with the. I mean, I don't. I don't like the format. I don't want to yeah, see Toronto and Tampa. No, again neither the, do the first I. Round. But the, for the Western Conference again, and your question about Colorado, the winning streak came to an end last night. But they had won six, six, seven in a row before uh, they got beat by New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But this this thing's wide open. And again, I love that bet. Uh, and several people put me on it. But the the, the team to win the cup isn't going to be from the East. I go Toronto, I can go Tampa, I go Carolina, I got Boston, obviously. Yeah. And who am I going to Vegas, all right, they might be the ones, but God, they have holes. I, they absolutely I mean, do. And I've yeah. been hearing nonstop from the locals about how they were going to miss the playoffs and mm. the losing streak's coming. So that's credit not happening. to Cassidy. Uh, what? That's not happening. Right. Like a long losing streak, or miss the playoffs, but, it's not going to happen. Right. But I, I think he, I think he's got a point, though. I think you're, you could still get there with Edmonton. That they just try to try to shore up the defense and hang yeah. on to a lead for God's sake. Let me give you this. You tweet. see how dangerous they are, and they can score on anybody. I mean, they go to Pittsburgh and hammered them no problem, and they get beat by Columbus. They're down three goals, they tie, and they lose six five. But uh, it's, it's tough coming up, no doubt. But the schedule they they close with an easy April or a manageable April too. We talked about uh, you know coming to Las Vegas for Championship Week next week rather than the March Madness. Uh, the opening weekend of the tournament, this is from Dan. They, a big group of guys, they were coming to Las Vegas for the maddest 13 years in a row. Saturday and Sunday, plus prices and lack of seating killed us. Yeah, I can we, see that. We switched to conference week this week, uh, this year. Looking forward to it. I told him, I don't think you're going to regret the decision. Can't move. Yeah. Everyone comes here, priced out. Sure. Yeah. In-pocket plays. And I want to throw a, an NFL trade scenario that I heard Sean King bring, bring up on this network yesterday. Who says no to this offer? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.